When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Got to say, I'm delighted. <laughs> Been a long time. Last long... time it was America, wasn't it? Arizona. Arizona, Arizona December nearly, last yeah. year. Wow. Yeah, nearly a year since I last yeah. spoke to you and saw you. Yeah. Uh, well, how's things then? Yeah, all right, mate. Just mad in this environment, isn't it? Like you say, I was in Latvia a couple of weeks ago with Jose Burton with no restrictions and a crowd. And here we are now, back in the bubble with no crowd again uh, tomorrow night. But it's good that... Uh, the shows going on and like I say MTK putting shows on keeping fighters busy while Frank and Eddie uh, getting the TV shows and like I say everyone's trying to do stuff with hand side behind the back but at least they're keeping the sport alive exactly that's that's well said there well there's a reason why we're here wherever we are Rotherham, Wakefield Sheffield I don't know where we are Timbuktu, but we're somewhere we're somewhere yeah. Timbuktu Paul Butler yeah. I mean eight stone six he said to me earlier that that's the, the best he's ever made the weight yeah uh, how ready is Paul to make another assault on that bantamweight division? Yeah, no, definitely um, eight stone five and a half. Five, it right, was okay. today. Championship was it's eight stone six. Um, and when they said about Paul uh, fighting, I said to Paul, um, "Yeah, you're fighting." He said, "It's only ten eight round." I said, "I want you to make championship weight." And I said, "No, you need to take championship weight. You've got to keep your ranking. You've got to keep relevant." Getting to governing bodies. Uh, Paul's ranked three of the IBF. We've got the UA fight at the end of the month, and uh, Paul's trained hard. He's knuckled down. He looked in great shape on the scales today, and as you see, he's just full of enthusiasm there, watching the football. Mm-hmm. He was a bit devil today with the result, only two-two. Um, but like you say, he's in there watching City Arsenal now. So uh, football fanatic, but he's uh, not in good shape. And uh, I think uh, as well, the opponent, Ryan. Ryan's a good fighter. It's not something that we thought, oh, we've just got to rock up and beat someone. Mm. Ryan's a good fighter. If you look back at his career, he's got a good coach. Um, his coach is ambitious. He's learning. They've been down there sparring with Ben Davidson's lot. 
and um, Ryan Walker's improving his performance last time out he mostly felt hard done by although he lost to a really good fighter and Lee McGregor who's improving all the time um, but he has got some good skills and uh, he is talented and they're up for it they're not said much and I know why because they're thinking they've got to come and uh, pull off the shock upset so me drumming that into Paul has made Paul absolutely on it as in like can't slip up can't take her off the ball and Paul's really looking forward to going in there and putting a, a good performance tomorrow night he said to me that <clears throat> if and when he can he's going to put a demolition job on him does Paul need to do that does he need to put on a performance of his life to stamp his authority on that bantamweight division again because it's one of the divisions the light divisions are sometimes forgotten about because there isn't that depth of talent down there but the bantamweight division seems to be full of talent yeah. especially world level and domestically in this scene as well so, so does Paul obviously with 10 months out of the ring does he need to go in there and put on a, a stellar performance so to speak um I, I wouldn't put pressure on Paul saying you've got to be a career best performance mm. you save them for, for the big nights and your world titles but he's got a win and he, he's got a look good to an extent wouldn't it? but it's all about getting the win I think um, touching on about the bantamweights and the fights Paul was usually good he switched promoters empty, uh, from Frank Warren to um, Matchroom because he was promised the McDonald fight that time him and McDonald's talked about for a while it never happened and um, that hasn't happened really so they've been left alone Calify and Charlie Edwards that rivalry is still going on that's the fact that there's lots of fights there that haven't happened it's a shame it hasn't mm -hmm. happened uh, like I said I'd love to see you fight Charlie Edwards I think that's a good fight I'd love Paul to have fought McDonald at the time but it didn't happen so um, now you say you've got the new wave of kids coming through obviously you've got uh, Dennis, um, Dennis McCann Dennis McCann Lee McGregor you mentioned Lee McGregor uh, Farouk Cash uh, Farouk so you've got some uh, good kids there's a good fight um, is it tonight uh, Leach versus Cash yeah. so all the little ones all some good fights starting to be made now so uh, uh, McGregor's fighting for the European title coming up so uh, yeah Paul's sort of like uh, Bit of the senior citizen at Bantamweight, but the young kids are coming. But Paul needs to isn't looking behind him. He he's looking ahead, and he he wants a, a shot of a world title. And doing that weight today has made us look at it as maybe if an opportunity arose at a weight division below that, maybe something that we would look at. And it's mad because Paul. Three, four years ago, was adamant when he joined me. Can't do that weight. Can't do that weight. And I think he failed weight for some eliminator on a Frank right, Warren yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then uh, yeah, he's, he's he's done that today. So uh, that shows the intent as well. Paul, people think when they get to start getting to 30, 31, 32, the desire. But there isn't much mileage on the clock with Paul. Obviously, mm. he's lost to Teta, he lost to Rodriguez. But that, that's about. It. There's no mileage on him. He's the same as what Callum Johnson is in the gym. I won't say Beefy's got mileage on the clock, but he's been involved in a few wars. But 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 they're still fresh, them two. Do you know what I mean? And although they're getting on in years, they're still fresh. They've got plenty to offer. So uh, they're, they're well more than capable of winning world titles. I'm glad you mentioned Calm Johnson and uh, Beefy, Liam Smith. But I want to just go straight to Calm Johnson then, because there was obviously Boatsy when he wants against Kalich. Uh, Calm Johnson's name was mentioned for Boatsy. Now, Johnny Nelson said that he doesn't think that Callum wants it. Along, something along them lines, don't quote me on that, but for you, Callum's been out of the ring for a long time and for him to fight Betty Biev and go all, all over to the States to fight him, I, that's not the case, is it, <laughs> CJ? No, it, it's, an, it's a double-edged sword, that. I thought to myself, a bit, Johnny, you got me there, like, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, what Johnny said is, put Callum in the spotlight mm -hmm. a little bit, so thanks, Johnny, and also, Johnny must have been on crack at the same time. <laughs> it's... Um, no, because you can't levy that. But I understand the point he was trying to make that Callum isn't shouting out of what's a yard. But 
Callum doesn't feel that he needed to be because Callum's the number one. Callum's fought BTBF, went back and fought Monaghan. Um, there was talks about him fighting Joe Smith Jr. last year that he agreed to. Then in February this year, Eddie Hearn offered us the Bivol fight and we said we'd take that. That hasn't happened. Callum then was mandatory for the European. He's still got a European fight. He was due to fight for the European title on the... Um, um, Scott Quigg, Bill of Manchester got put back for no reason to Ritson's in April, then Dylan's May, then the coronavirus. Eddie came back then in summer camp and said, We'll do that European title fight. But Callum Johnson will have to take like a 40%, 45% pay cut for it. I, I thought it, it wasn't the biggest money at the beginning for the European title fight. So I put it to Callum Johnson. He went, No. And then in the ne next text, he went, Fucking hell, Eddie must hate me. He mustn't have offered me that. So he didn't take it. So uh, uh, Boat said the other day, um, fought and obviously Callum's relevant. So uh, I, I said to Callum, because um, we're trying to get him out, uh, what do you want to do? He says, bollocks. He says, tell Eddie, we'll go, we'll go straight in Boat in December. Because I said Boat was fighting twice out then and on the Joshua undercard. Mm. So I texted Eddie, said to him, I said, listen, Callum Johnson, you're making a big thing of Boatsy being out for 400 days. CJ will be nearly out for 600. I said, he'll go straight in with Boatsy in December, um, make us a, a serious offer. Um, then Eddie replied back and said, Boatsy is out this year now. Vi damage is not here till next year, but I'll send her offer over. He sent it sort of like a, a three fight offer over on the Monday um, evening. And um, I replied back on the Tuesday, Along the lines of, no, no, Eddie, you said you'll make us an offer. And um, I said it showed it Callum, and the same thing again. Callum thought, wow, how can you be serious? I said to Eddie, go and offer that same offer to Anthony Joshua for Boatse and see what they say. And because uh, they'd fall off the settee mm -hmm. laughing at it, do you understand? So, and, and, and that's another thing, just to touch on it. I know, I know it's hard times, and I know everyone's asking to be taking a pay cut. They've said to Natasha John, I'll get on to Natasha in a moment, but they're saying, oh, Boxy's got to take a pay. So hang on a minute. Transfer deadline's just gone. i never seen one footballer say I had to take a wage cut because of no crowds to move clubs. I've not heard no Premiership footballer say I've had to take a pay cut because there's no crowds. I've seen Lewis Hamilton fly around the track on Formula One. I've not heard him say I've had to take a pay cut. Both them, sports, are televised by Sky. So Sky haven't cut Formula One's money by the looks of it, or football Premier League. So I've not heard Sky say they've cancelled boxing money. So how, why are Sky or whoever at Sky, whether it be Adam Smith, Ed Robinson, telling Eddie Hearn, or if it's Eddie Hearn and Frank Smith telling everyone, no, you've got to take a pay cut because has Sky's money changed? Have Sky told boxing, like, because there's no crowd, but boxing is the only sport, well, until today now, the football pay-per-view, that can generate a crowd. Boxing is doing pay-per-view events that's generating some source of income. Now, the shows that have been on Sky at the moment are your 12 fight cards, the five stroke seven, mm -hmm. so they're saving five lots of fights already. All right, and there's not a crowd, but you've still got a pay-per-view vehicle that you're using to generate money. So why are the fighters being asked to take less money? I just don't understand why they may take money. So, have Sky told them, we've cut your money? Because, as far as I'm aware, I've not heard no footballer, no losers, even tennis players, when they're playing Roland Garros, none of them have been told that they've just cut. So why is everyone keep saying to the boxers, are we just a poor relatives? And people are going, oh, it's less money, no crowd. No, but they've got no crowd at Old Trafford, and there's no crowd at Everton or Goodison today, wherever it was. 
but they're players aren't being took so why ours you, you have a, a vehicle to generate money for mm-hmm. crowd money in a pay-per-view event so um, yeah that, that's a bit disappointing really and I can guarantee you or I'm assured Anthony Joshua Dylan White and Derek Chisora's money won't be chopped or cut in half and I don't think most probably Josh Boatsy's was last week neither so it seems to be that's your money's alright in that club but for everyone else no you've got to do this you go, well if you don't do it there's no fight for it if you don't do it you're shelved we'll go forward Eddie seen an interview last night going an opportunity this kid there now he's took the opportunity I think he's fighting tonight I think it's Bellew's kid yeah Shaq's yeah yeah Shaq's yeah. Bellew's kid and this that Eddie uh, hang a minute Does Natasha Jonas will jump in with anyone she just saw it. Liam Smith will fight anyone and Callum Johnson will, will, will keeps mithering me to mither you you said in an interview last night oh it's hard who do we go after Bivol or BTBF how many times do I have to tell you Callum Johnson wants a rematch with BTBF go out and do it Callum Johnson doesn't want to be fighting the British kids coming up he wants BTBF he wants Bivol he's agreed he wants Joe Smith just go out and make them don't be using Callum Johnson as the battle ram to go in and do them then for the boats eh? so if, if you're worried with Josh you've got Callum Johnson here that'll go out and do that give that kid opportunity don't hold Callum Johnson's career back waiting until you think oh is Robert McCracken free this month oh no he's at Olympic training Joshua can't fight this month you're, you're all hanging on what McCracken says when Josh Boatsy can fight you're holding Callum Johnson back Callum's done nothing wrong he was out three was it 500 days after he won the Commonwealth title and walked straight in and beat Frank Buglione mm-hmm. so it's like don't hold the kids career back go and get them the big fights you've dangled the carrot three times this year and this last uh, 600 days Bivol and Joe Smith Jr none of them materialised and you try to hold him back and hold him back not give him work and let the young kid come through and try and take the plaudits Callum Johnson goes and beats a Joe Smith a B2B ever or a Bivol then that's a massive bigger world title fight Anthony Yard versus Josh Boatze at the O2. How much do you think them two kids will want for that? They've got what, a lot of money, mm-hmm. haven't they? They're mostly, what, a million each, I'd say. Five, six, seven, you're on them type of numbers, all right? So why, how much would Josh Boatze want for Callum Smith, Johnson? Most probably similar monies or just a touch less. So why Callum Johnson, number one, got to get fractions of it? Don't make sense. He's a popular kid, Callum Johnson. He's a Commonwealth Games gold medalist. He's the BBC Sports Person of the Year for his region. They've just named a road after him. I said to Adam Smith and Ed Robinson, why is Sky not doing nothing on Callum Johnson? Why? What? What's the anti... I won't say Gallagher Jim, but is it me saying it? A lot of people are saying it. Why are you, Adam Smith and Ed Robinson, not talking about Liam Smith? Why are you talking about Callum Johnson? Why, why are you saying now, Natasha Jonas, if you don't fight for that rubbish money, you're not fighting until next year? That's absolutely morally wrong on all levels, all levels. And if people at a high level at Sky found out that, that's what was being told to Natasha Jonas, I think heads would be rolled. I think it's disgusting, but that's for something else. I'm getting worked up over that now. But that's what's going on behind the scenes. Cam Johnson's a nice kid. He's been through an awful lot in his career, had a loss of his dad. They're going about Tyson Fury's mental health and it's absolutely fantastic. Black kid's just gone us through losing his dad and come through and come back it and beat Frank Buglione. Went over and fought BTBF, beat Shawnee Monaghan and then started to be treated like that. Yet these same people are very quick to tweet out, be kind, think, talk. You psychologically damage what you're doing to some of the fighters. It's absolutely 
it's absolutely brutal and they've got to start thinking because we're all saying it's tough times and it is there's lots of fighters out that can't get fights there's lots of fighters going and having to do jobs work at delivery at amazon that are lost to the sport forever ticket sales and everything else but there's kids here that are good caliber kids mm -hmm. and you, the way they're being treated i think is disgusting thing is Joe Wall always says that you're passionate about your fighters and you fight their corner. But they, they obviously fight in the ring, but when it comes to fighting their corner, when it comes to getting them fights and the right money and titles and all that, you're probably. No, no, the it, best it is. It. But, but, but right's right and wrong's mm -hmm. wrong. And I know when I see the comments, Gallagher, it's all these fights. And it's not at all. It's like if you all ever knew the figures, you'd be embarrassed. You'd be absolutely embarrassed. And it's like sooner or later, I keep saying when I'm doing a book at the moment, the book's done, it's got to be like, wow. You're doing a book? Yeah, so it's like, got to be, you wow. You should have released at the same time as Eddie Hearn, that would have been something. No, 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 it isn't, <laughs> but it, 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 it's a thing. So it's, it's, it, it isn't, listen, you, I've got, you've got to be, but as long as things are factual and they're correct, you can't be sued because it's true. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that are, are true, but I can't say a lot, but I keep, and like I say to you, Callum Johnson's upset no one. He's trained, he's done a lot of and he's popular. He, he, and like I said to you, if Sky decided to send a camera down there or did a show down there or built him up, he's got knockout reels, well, why all of a sudden forget him? And um, yeah, he, he, he's, uh, he hasn't got many miles on the clock and he, he's a good fight. There's a reason why um, not many people have wanted to fight him and I think he's been done more harm himself by putting in the performances against a B2B ever, against a Shawnee Manahan. Uh, Shawnee Manahan after the fight put a statement and going, that's the hardest he's ever been punched by in a fight or a sparring partner. I thought, oh shit, fucking last thing I need that now is like, do you know what I mean? But he's such a nice kid, Calm, such a humble kid, and he's there with his missus and his kids, and you just you just think, Joe Eddie, you sit there saying, I just want to give kids, I want to make them loads of money, I want to do this, they're ready to take their own road stepping. Calm Johnson's done, time and time again and he's shelved now and now you're coming with offers with real silly money so that's why I'm saying have Sky cut boxing's money because I don't understand why and why should you give Boatsy and Yard all that money and not Callum Johnson that they say oh he's got profile well we've got profile just start getting Sky to put clips like Sky Ed Robinson he's in charge of the other boxing there now it's like it, you can just see it when you sit back. Someone mention it all day. It's, it's just, it's just. I hear people being called company men and all stuff like. It's just, it's just. It's it, it, it's not what what it was. Sky, do you, do you understand? It's it's getting too clicky and there's no one there telling the truth. Going, that's a shit fight. No, he shouldn't be fighting. What the shits this? What, what do you understand? It's it, it's not. I think I don't know. If it's complacency or whatever. But why aren't Sky? asking where's Liam Smith mm -hmm. where's Callum Johnson get Tasha Jonas out again I know I'm gone about my fighters but there's other fighters other fighters up and down the country where's Ricky Burns gone all of a sudden I mean where's that good kid where's um, who's the other talented kid um, not with Sims um, yeah with, with Tony Sims what's he called the Welsh kid Oh, uh, Joe Codina. Joe Codina where's Joe Codina all them type of kids I mean there's lots of talented kids up and down the country and I, and I feel now Kel Brook's at the end of his career, Ricky Burns is over there in Scotland, Manchester Crawler and Quigg's gone, Bellew's gone Liverpool, all the shows are near in London now, and now we're beginning to get, as in politics, that North-South divide. They'll argue we're in Newcastle tonight for Ritson, I understand that. Mm -hmm. They could still go to Liverpool an awful lot with Paul Butler, Callum Smith, Liam Smith, uh, Fowler, 
Jazz are dick. Do you know what I mean? There's, 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 this isn't just uh, aimed at Eddie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's at Frank as well. Um, down at the BT Studios, there's Bot Liverpool. I think it is one of its hottest it's ever been at the moment with, with talent and people there are fighting on the front line, especially with Tashin now. Where in the past, in the years, it was John Conte or Hodkinson or Holligan or whatever. Um, but now, like you say, you've got Liam Smith, Callum Smith, Natasha Jonas, Paul Butler. There's four from my stable over in Liverpool. Then you put on top of like your Fowlers, your Jazza Dick your Craig Glover um, there's lots of talented kids uh, Metcalf mm-hmm. um, th- th- there's a, a kid that's fighting on here uh, Marcel Braithwaite mm-hmm. th- 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 there's lots of it's a strong division so you look at it sometimes and you just think oh is it all beginning to happen just all in London now and them nights where at one point you'd be in Manchester one week Liverpool the next Liverpool um, Glasgow <laughs> and, then, and then over to Sheffield with Kelbrook and yeah so um yeah, it's changing times on all fronts, but uh, I'd really be interested to know whether Sky have cut boxing's money. I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. But I'll get may- loads of abuse for this. But no, no, listen, this is what people... But all I want to know is, is so the, the, the fighters are coming to me and saying that's the offer, and they're being told, you've got to take that or it's nothing. If you don't fight this year, don't take that money, you're not fighting until next year. And what? Who said what? You're, don't tell that, you're not fighting until next year. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's like Boris Johnson telling Manchester the other day, sort it out, I'm coming up, flexing. What, what are you on about? Do you understand? Right's right, wrong's wrong. Pay some money if you've got to shut down a city tier three. Do you know what I mean? It's like, how can you do that? And that's what was said to Natasha Jonas. Natasha, who's up for one of the fights of the year, who nearly upset the Golden Girl, Terry Harper, was told, it's that money, if you don't take that money, you're not fighting until next year. How's Tasha Jonas not on that old woman's card? Mm-hmm. She's relevant to Katie Taylor and she's relevant to Terry Harper. Tasha Jonas is a single mum. She took, didn't take the best of wages because it was an opportunity to fight for a world title. We understand that. But she came out that world champion. Not the belts, but morally, every way she did. And then she's relevant. She's 36, yet to turn around and say, that's it, she's a mum, a single mum. Christmas is coming, times are hard, time damn it. All them girls that I fought are all out again. I think Sharon Courtney's fighting again and she got beat. But they're all fighting, yet... Why, why are you doing that to Natasha Jonas? Why, what's that girl done? It, 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 it's, it's, on, it's on the border of racist racism mm. that the, the, the single-handedly have, have, have put pulling on her just because she won't dance their tune for rubbish money. Do you understand? Yeah. That's, a, that's a young mum. It's wrong, and I feel if people at Sky, that's what I'm asking Sky, if their very head-top handshows at Sky heard that was being said to Natasha, I'm sure they'll be inquiring on that. It's disgusting. I, I told Tasha she's doing a big interview um, coming up in one of the big uh, papers coming up um, to talk about it. She, she, she's, she's not stupid. Her sister plays for England and she is relevant, but she's not. She, she took money, but there's prospects on the show that were on more than her fighting for a world title. And it's just like, how does that work? Now, we understand she's not after men's money. It's like tennis, men's, yeah. five sets, women's, she's not. But come on now, I've proved my worth. And I'm a bit, I'm due a bit better for that. Where it's an eight rounder or a ten rounder, do you understand? They made a few offers for a few world title fights. Um, I'm a douche, but it was rubbish money again. And it's like it's one extreme with Katie, and then another down here. And it's just fair play to Katie Taylor. She deserves everything that comes her way. I just wish. I said to Tasha, you're like the modern day Jane Count. You've got an opportunity here to bring women's pay forward. 
we could do with Katie saying something, but she ain't got to rock the mm. boat a little bit, do you understand? But there's a lot of girls there, and um, they just won't pay him right. And uh, I think it's women's boxing's flying at the moment with the fights. Natasha Jonas, Terry Hoffman's mm. a great fight. Shannon Courtney and... The girl that beat her, um, Ball, Ball Ra- Ra- yeah, Ra- yeah. Rachel Ball, Rachel and Ball, yeah. Savannah Marshall was due to fight for a world mm-hmm. title. Um, I think Savannah's talked about it in the past about the money. So it's it, they're all got to be jumping on IFL now. Ed Robinson, Aaron Smith, they'll all have something to say. But I, I just say, well, have you cut the money? Why are you saying it? You got a pay per view event, or if Tasha's asking a bit more, put her on Derek Chisora's bill, or put her on Anthony Joshua's bill. There's a bit of a pay-per-view here. Do you understand? It's just, I, I'm, 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 I, that, that's just something I, I'm, not, I'm not getting with it. But I, I was just really, I thought Tasha, it's enough to make you cry. She put so much into that world title fight, and she came to that gym with a, of a little daughter training, getting a microwave, setting her up with her food, there for training, then bringing her daughter to the track with her. Everything, 36, and she's still trying to hang on in there. Should have been crowned world champion. Then they said, "Oh, Terry's got to fight a mandatory." And it's not really a mandatory. A mandatory is a French girl, isn't Thanderes? There's a deal being done there, as Tasha said the other week. That's not a mandatory. The French girl's a proper mandatory. So it's just like they've had her off. We got out of the ring and Eddie said rematch straight away, no problem that. And they've done it. So I just thought, I've got to try and shelve her again and wheel her out when it's needed. A bit like Callum Johnson for whoever, make sure Terry's a bit better and improved to try and do a rematch. Do you know what I mean? And. Uh, it's just like, how can all them girls be out fighting again before the end of the year? And not Tasha, do you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, It's not a sob story, but I just, I want people to let know because I get a lot of stick. And it's very Eddie, like Eddie did in interviews, going, oh, it's Joe Gallagher being Joe Gallagher. No, it's Eddie Earn being Eddie Earn, Or it's Frank Smith being Frank Smith. Or Ed Robinson or Adam Smith. It's just like, no, it's, no, what, Eddie? Because you might say to people that and they go, oh, yeah, great, all right. And it's like, no, Eddie, you know, sometimes it isn't right money. You know the offer for Callum Johnson isn't right money. You mm-hmm. know it isn't. You just know it isn't. And if it is, show me what Boatsy's money is. We won't do that. We won't do that. There you go. You touched on Liam Smith. I know, like, people have been shelled, but the last time I, I saw Liam Smith was with you out in Arizona, and that was in December last year. Um, now, is there any... Any word on when Liam Smith will be out? No, I don't know. I I I, I speak to Liam. Liam's uh, usually frustrated. He uh, just went and had a break. He's come back in the gym, and he's been on a diet. He's been doing a bit of training abroad, and he's come back and he's on it. And he's like, right, I'm fighting. And he came out in the gym the other day. And he said, if I don't fight this year, I'm retiring. And I'm like, Liam, you can't do that to me. You're a world champion. You just need another belt. And it's not Liam's fault. MTK are pushing hard. They're trying to do the best they can, but. Eddie and the coronavirus, that didn't help. But just before that, though, Sky and everyone wanted to know Liam Smith. They started wheeling him out to mm. Kell Brook fight, Kell Brook fight. And it's like, you half used him there, really, just for Kell Brook to give him a bit of profile. But now it's like, oh, he's not relevant now. Uh, Adam Smith, you're Sky boxing. Why aren't you asking, where's Liam Smith? Where's Callum Johnson? Where's Tasha? Where's Paul Butler? Where this, where's Terry Flanagan gone? Where's Ricky Burns gone? These are good solid fighters that were world champ. Jamie McDonald, another good mm-hmm. kid, Gavin McDonald. There's fighters still hanging on there, or they might be at the tail of the end, but they all deserve a little bit more respect than that, do you understand? And uh, I feel uh, Walsh Brothers, another set of great kids. Um, so, so, so for Liam, I've said to Liam um, early on this year, well, that Vargas ain't got to happen. He doesn't want to know, he doesn't really want it, and he'll be wanting to pay stupid money 
to fight you because it's a massive risk. So I said all along, why don't you just try and get a European title fight? It's easy to do, Garcia or Cheeseman. I said, you beat Egerton. I said, Liam Williams is just, he's on the point of fighting for a world title, but he's just had to deal with domestic situation with Robinson, and it was one round and it was. But Cheeseman's got an IBF high ranking, so say to Eddie, right, okay, then we'll fight Cheeseman. I'm sure Cheeseman would take that fight. I don't know what's come back mm. and said, but I said to him, said, well, I said, fight Cheeseman, it's a domestic fight, he's IBF 3, 4, 5, whatever he is, so that's another ranking you'll get, and it's a domestic fight, and that's what we can do, otherwise, get the European title fight, Garcia beat Cheeseman, it's a good fight, and then we seen someone tweet the other day, Eddie Hearn reckons Fowler and talks to the European, and I sent it to Liam, and went, what the hell's that about, and then he went, I ain't got a clue. And if Liam Smith retires this year, it'd want to be the biggest travesties in British boxing. Everyone that comes to that gymnasium watches him spar, all turns round and goes, wow, didn't realise it was that good. Didn't realise that. And he'll get in with spar, anyone and everyone. He's just been helping Flatley, been helping Metcalf. He'll spar everyone and anyone. And uh, that's it. And you've seen it there. He'll have Gumshield, will travel, proper old school. Mexico, great performance. Arizona. I mean, it's just... Uh, He's a good kid and a likeable kid. Definitely. And the same with him as well. Talented, got a new family, baby, and he wants to go out there and fight. He knows containers and he wants to fight. And he's sat there and he's watching Kel Brook go and getting so many million for Crawford. Aleem's waiting on that WB old fight and then he's worried that if Crawford wins, he'll move up and that fight will disappear. So he's just like left in limbo a little bit. But I said to Liam, just sell it. Maybe go and make Cheeseman. What, what's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. I think that, that, that that's a fight. If Cheeseman's on about world titles, well, Liam Smith's the number one in the country. We fight him, or if not him, tell the Ed, Eddie, oh, hang on a bit, Fowler. I'm having the European, not him. I'm not fought for a year. I'm up, do you understand? So, uh, listen, that's down to, um, I'm sure, negotiations, Liam and uh, MTK are pushing Eddie hard and that, but um, how a kid of that talent, it's hard to say we've been out of action for so long because we had the pandemic, we mm -hmm. all understand, and we've always finding our feet. But I do feel them fighters should be out a lot quicker than others, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're the established ones because you can do world title fights for them because if you don't get the big kids out, surely Sky ain't going to start show, doing shows and eight and ten rounders of prospects because they're wanting big fights. So you need them world title fights. You look at top rank and the amount of big number one fights, fighters that they've had fighting each other, do you understand? Mm -hmm. So it's... Uh, Loma Lopez coming up, what a great fight that was, fair play to him, speculating to accumulate, masterstroke, got a, that's like years ago people watching a, a great old fight days and then it's gone pay-per-view, they'll go and follow that kid into that, so he's opening the market up to them, they're, everyone's got to sit in America tonight and watch that fight and whoever wins, next time they're on pay-per-view, they'll mostly buy into the pay-per-view model, um, same with Daniel Dubois and uh, Joyce. Mm. They're, they're, they're not many people know them a lot of people do but like you say it's it's a good plan because to make them more relevant to fighting a, a Joshua and a Tyson Fury although they're not ready for it yet but it puts them in the public eye to think oh there's more than Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua oh who's this Daniel Dubois who's Joe Joyce do you understand and mm. there's Dylan White and Charles so the, the, the British heavyweight division is, is, is very very strong but I just thought that was a, a good stroke as well by Frank Definitely, like there's, there's there's fights to be made now. Well, this pandemic sort of thing, yeah. there is a push now to make the fights that we want to see because we can't fly in any of these international fighters and whatnot. But I do want to touch on this because I know 
go sorry the sim card cut off there but I just want to go I know in out in Arizona you're pushing Eddie Reynoso there because he was there with uh, Martinez um, are we any closer with that Joe Can I well, well you were in Arizona there last year when me and Eddie sat around across the table and shook hands and he said he was going to go off and talk with Canelo and he wants to do the Cam Smith fight since then we have to log into Twitter in the morning or social media and see what either Dan Raphael, Steve Ken, ESPN Mexico, Michael Benson <laughs> they all seem to know more ahead of us and we get Mexican journalists inboxing us asking us telling us Canelo and Eddie have said oh it's got to be you then you see someone go oh no it's Billy Joe so listen we'll just have to say at the moment um, Canelo's got this legal situation going on. There's a purse bid with Yildrum as well that's put uh, put back again, which is which is a good thing, really. I said to Callum because he's trying to resolve this uh, the zone uh, legal thing. Um, I'm sure he'll want to try and resolve it. Um, if he doesn't, and then they sort of like put rules on him where he can't fight and stuff like that, then that Yildrum purse bid goes. Um, and that's what Callum Smith is looking for if that Canelo Yildrum fight falls, falls through Callum Smith at long last Bryden Maurizio at the WBC and the board sign Callum off eventually um, and him Yildrum will be for the vacant WBC belt um, or like you say uh, it could be him and Canelo but they're the two options at the moment so it's just wait and see so that's how it is if it, Canelo I said it same again it's Billy Joe Callum or Yildrim, so we'll just have to wait and see. But listen, you hear all types of rumours, don't you? It changes all the time. Mm -hmm. So Callum's in the gym, and like I said to Callum, well, Canelo's expecting to the fight, by the way, that he's going on in training, like, do you know what I mean? He's knocking heavyweights about the ring, and I, when he's seen him spraying that heavyweight, I text uh, the group, Callum, if anyone's ever getting ready for Callum Smith more so in my life, that sparring video said it all then like not so much because he was a heavyweight but size his mm -hmm. jab his reach try to jump in with a left hook although Callum's never done that in his life um, but you just understand gauging and then the other week Canelo was sparring southpaw so he's always throwing red herrings out there to go oh it's definitely Billy Joel then if he's yeah, sparring yeah, yeah. a southpaw so they, they, they've mastered that art very well like they, they've really learned off Mayweather so um, listen Canelo wants to fight this year Cam Smith wants to fight this year if it gets done brilliant if it doesn't, well, uh, we'll have to see what Eddie can deliver for Callum. Um, but he definitely needs to fight. Maybe he might pop up in an AJ undercant. We don't know, but then again, that's a different story, isn't it? I'm going to ask, uh, what's, your, what's your relationship like with Eddie Hearn? Are you, are you friends? Yeah, no, listen, <laughs> I, 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 I got on well with it. It's like anything in life. Me and Eddie, and he can agree on 99 things that suit Eddie. But the one thing it doesn't, then I'm the biggest dickhead, tosser, wanker, hardest man in boxing to deal with. So that's it. And I got on very well with Eddie and Barry in the fact that always grateful for what they've done for the fighters, the stable, the nights within Manchester, everything else. But sometimes it's just because we get on so well and everything else, it's just like, well, hang on a minute, Ed, that's not right. You're offering him how much for that? Come on, fuck off. I know how much he's on and you're offering that come on fuck off Eddie's becoming a bit stubborn but I don't think it's so much Eddie now I think it's Frank Smith Frank Smith avoids a lot of bullets because he seems to be taking over the boxing a, a little bit so um, yeah we'll, we'll just have to see there's lots of politics going on but no I got on well with Eddie Eddie always says it's Joe Gallagher Joe Gallagher and uh, I'll just say it's just Eddie and Eddie and Eddie, Eddie Eddie's a great salesman and um, everything else but I think um, the offers that he offered me I know 
Joshua wouldn't have them for his fighters. I know that 100%. And if you look at the three pay-per-view events who they've all gone to, when easily I feel he should have two of them not pay-per-view and just done a one pay-per-view event called the Magnificent Seven and put Billy Jornick, Callum Smith, Boatze, Callum Johnson, Riappo, Akola, where them six fights will become three fights next year, then another fight on, and done a Magnificent Seven type of bill where you had seven fighters that everyone likes. Mm -hmm. I think that people would have bought into that for 15, 20 quid as a pay-per-view event. Like it did years ago in Liverpool, I think it was Kel Brook, Kevin Mitchell, I think Quigg was on it, I think Bellew was on it. As in, like, these are the fights to get you going next year and be a one hit. I think he, he missed a trick there by, by doing that to, to, to generate that. That's what I think, so anyway, but who am I? I said it, well, well, I can say I'm a promoter now because I've done three shows. You've so, done three uh, shows, yeah. Yeah, so, but not, not until the scale of that anyway, so. Well, you, you've got your fingers in boxing and you, and you know you're boxing, I'll give you that, but Joe, I won't keep you much longer, like, and I'll do, like, I love my interviews with you, I love yeah, when yeah, I get yeah, to sit down and yeah, chat yeah, with no you boxing because it, you, I can just t give, you, give you one question and you can answer my next five questions and yeah, that answer, but I'll let you go enjoy that work with Paul Butler, I look forward to tomorrow night, so good luck tomorrow, yeah. uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning for I'm breakfast. I'm see you next year, wherever we'll be. Whatever we'll be, hopefully it's back in Arizona <laughs> or New York, I want to get away. Yeah, uh, I do as well. Uh, good luck tomorrow night, Joe, and uh, I'll speak to you soon, my man. Cheers, no Appreciate problem. Thank Cheers, you so much. Mate. No problem, it's, uh... Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.